Hello, hello, hello. It's the morning time where I am. Rune, Nick, where? what time is it where you're at right now? Uh, three o'clock. Um, getting sunny out here in Italy. Stores are open, so I can go shopping finally. But from what I heard and what I saw, Mr. Arizona had a, had a wild weekend, huh? We did. We saw some, uh, we saw some past guests. Uh, Tevin Grant. We saw Blake Cashman. Who else did we see out there? I mean... I might have seen more people than I know I did. We'll say that. I could use some meditation actually after the trip. And I think that's what we're talking about today. And it's interesting, Nick, because you've been at this for a while. Um, and I've I've been hearing about it a lot lately. Uh, I mean, we listen to a lot of like self-help kind of people. I hate that term because it's kind of cheesy, but all these people that have done stuff, they all recommend meditation. Um, and I just kind of want to pick your brain about it today. If you're willing to let us in. Yeah, I'm very excited. Little guided meditation 101. First off, though, I heard Tev Grant was in our bullet shirt at the club. Why didn't we get any video? Mr. Reality TV star. I can't believe I didn't get it. I think it'll be on the way soon because, I mean, I, I gave him two. Uh, he liked them. He was raving about the ghost fit quality. It's buttery soft, as Josh Parks, the owner, said on his story the other day. And uh, I think Tev's actually going to be in ghost fit. Worked out a little deal to do some promoting, so. That's a fun doer connection. Cool. And don't forget Cashman photo shoot he said he's going to do for us now. Yep. Ho- hope to see that. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure if Cashman's going to be able to fit in it. Uh, he might have to go cut off or something, cut the sleeves, but we'll see. We got some, we got some good stuff coming, I think. And we got a lot of recordings on the way as well. So this is, uh, I think it's the calm before the storm, no pun intended with the meditation. Anyways, meditation. I think it's, vital i love doing it to like get that mental clarity and space but it's literally like my safe cocoon no matter what the fuck happens no matter what goes on the highs and the lows i can get in this zone where my head is just clear know what i mean and a lot of people are going crazy in the head and the only way to not think or do something is to sleep right and this meditation is a way to literally get into like a zen you know yeah zen state and clear away everything. Does it happen right out the gate? No, it doesn't. It's like a muscle. It takes a long time to kind of develop, but I think the best way to start, I think I started doing like in yoga classes, you know, at the end when they do a little five minute session or whatever, but then I was surfing around the internet. I think it was about 17 and I started finding like these guided meditations. So you put the headphones on and then some dude, some girl kind of leads you through it. And I found those, the first one I ever did, it was this dude named Paul Santisi, kind of a very interesting dude, very into, you know, kind of the weird stuff, the manifesting, the like lucky um, coins and, and uh, stones and all that kind of shit. Right. But I remember I did one of his, I think it was remove negative blocks. And uh, I think he took this off like five years ago. I wish he didn't, but I remember doing it and I would do it at night. I still do it at night where I can fall asleep at the end. And I woke up in the morning and the best way to describe it was like a fresh mint, you know, in your mouth where it's just, everything's just really minty. And that was like my brain. It was like, everything was like new. Like I felt just totally refreshed. And I was like, holy shit, this is not, this is weird. Like this is something, you know, powerful. Ever since then, you know, I've, I've dove really deep in all sorts of different meditations and and different formats of how to do them. But I've always stuck with, you know, at nights the guided meditation. During the day, I'll mix in maybe a twenty minute session or, or whatnot. But I think these guided meditations, these guided hypnoses, 
are a way for you to like work on the subconscious or hack into like the deeper parts of your being. And like I said, at the beginning, it's a way to release, you know, the stresses of your day, the life, no matter where you're at, just to get into like a, a place, you know, you're safe and, and comfortable. And, you know, you do feel high when you do these things, when you get good at them, you're, you're in a trance and it's, it's a great feeling. So going back to what you said in the beginning, you mentioned how um, it takes a while. Uh, it's like a muscle, right? Um, and you're not going to be able to achieve, you know, this mint, this, this five gum minty feeling right away. But I heard something that I think explains it well. I don't know because I haven't jumped in yet. I do plan on doing it. Actually, I will do it. Don't say it. I will plan to. Um, somebody was talking. I think it was Rogan and one of his guests. The act of meditating is not being totally void of thoughts, it's noticing that your mind is going those places and then refocusing in on your breathing. And it's, they described it as a, a bicep pump for the brain, which I thought was cool. Um, did you experience these kind of, I guess, tough times, I guess I'd phrase it as in the meditation realm early, like what helped you get over these humps? Yeah. Developing the consistency is probably the hardest thing. Like I was, meditating off and on sometimes every day Then I went through a phase I was doing it maybe once twice a week and then like three years ago I said fuck this I'm doing this every day I know the benefits you just have to put your damn phone away just make it part of your routine then he gets addicting but yeah there's always those points where your mind's racing and like Rogan was saying you go back to your breath you know in through the nose out through the mouth um, you can hold it at the top and then let it go slowly another thing to focus on is um the sensations that are happening in your body, you know, you feel like uh, kind of a little tickling or whatever. And I do this, I meditate on my back, laying down with my palms up. I like being in that like sleep kind of position. And they say do it, you know, the way sitting up, the one you see all the, the pictures of people meditating, so you don't fall asleep. But I've gotten pretty damn good at it that I can be in a trance for, you know, an hour if I if I really wanted to, I like to get to like, 30, 40 minutes and then be like, okay, hey, you can fall asleep now. Let the rest of it play type deal. But yeah, I mean, you got to just focus on the breath. You know what I mean? And it's a muscle. You got to keep doing it and doing it. But that's why the guided meditation is the 100% best way to start because you have someone you can, instead of going back to your breath, go back to what they're saying and they'll, they'll guide you through it. Now, hey, feel your arm, you know, being loose and feel this and you're lengthening and, and whatnot. So guided meditation is 100% the best possible way to start. The problem is a lot of them are longer, you know, like an hour, 30 minutes. So that's why it's good to, I think, do them at night. So it's get, get as far as you can. And if you pass out, you pass out. You'll still most likely get a lot of the benefits, but it's hard to just say, oh, I'm going to go meditate, lay down, and focus on my breath and not pass out when you're not used to doing this stuff. I was just going to ask, do you recommend the morning or the night? Because I've heard a lot of people like mornings, probably because they want that minty brain feeling like you're saying, but some people on the other hand, kind of needed to fall asleep and clear your mind of any negative thoughts that happen throughout the day. I'm sure that, you know, naturally improves your sleep cycle, but it sounds like you do probably a couple times a day, right? Or what would you recommend here? I love doing the night. Like I said, when I first did it, the morning I woke up after, I'm like, holy, I felt like a whole new person. So I've always continued to do it at night. Like I said, like I'll mix in 20 minute sessions if I'm feeling a little tired or feeling like I need, like, um, you can be direct with these, some for like confidence boosting, some for energy boosting, some for anxiety release. Like there's a lot of different ones where there's different focuses. That's what I really like about it. Like kind of like attacking the subconscious of what you want. It's more of a 
um, an exercise on building something than just a straight up meditation to clear your head. You know what I mean? But I, for me, I really enjoyed the night one. I feel if I don't meditate, if I miss a day, I feel different in the morning, 100%. But in my mornings, I love to wake up and get right to the notepad writing the affirmations. So I can see why some people, you know, do the meditation in the morning to get that fresh start to the day. But I like my, my program. Everybody obviously is going to have their own preference. So it's, this is not what you need to be doing, but I like how you're kind of throwing out all the different pros and I'm sure there's, I don't, actually, I don't think there's any cons. I mean, what, what are the cons? It takes up time, but I mean, time is money and this is worth it, right? Yeah. I mean, I would, most of the time, if, if I miss meditation, what am I doing? I'm on my phone, right? Before I go to sleep or I'm not doing nothing. Know what I mean? And that's why, here's how I got into a really good routine sometimes you're like, fuck, I had a long day. I just want to go to sleep. I don't want to go through all this. I would put on um, subliminal affirmations and fall asleep to those. And then that built and built. So then each night I got to the point where it's like, hey, you're meditating somehow, some way. And obviously the, the, the real hypnosis meditation does more for me. And it slowly said, okay, just do it every freaking night. But just putting something on, you know what I mean? And I, I think if you put it, you just got to get a routine. It's tough. It ain't easy. But I think when you feel the benefits, you're like, okay. And, and they keep building and building. Like now, I think I can get into a trance within like three minutes. Like I can get into that point where my head is clear of thoughts and I'm zoned out. And that's, you know, that's not easy to do, but it builds, it builds. And if I miss like a week, let's say, like when I was going off and on, like my early twenties in college, I mean, it, it was a process to get back in the flow of it. It's like working out. So with all that being said, I was just having a train of thought. I mean, you live, cause you live quite the busy stimulating life. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but you play football very strenuous on the body, the mind, especially the quarterback position yet. Um, you don't do, you don't do any like drugs, anything like that. That's bad for you. And I, I feel like this is a, kind of like a substitute where somebody else would use a drug to, you know, escape reality or just, you know, leave their current state. I feel like this is your healthy way of doing that. And I feel like this could be others as well. Am I on the right path there? Yeah, I totally agree. It's very similar to being high. Like when you get out of a meditation, you're, you feel, you know, high smoking weed. And I'll tell you what, when I used to smoke weed, I used to live in Colorado. Um, smoking weed and meditating is a, a transcendental experience. It's fucking crazy. And you can get you can literally feel um, like the hypnosis, the subconscious kind of working and you can get into like, like I've left my body many times. I've done the Kuludini one where the dragon like goes around your spine. I felt the freaking chakras like opening up when I'm stoned. I mean, you can get to those points sober too. Like I've done that, but you know, doing the drugs can get you there very quick. But then it goes back to like, I don't know. Is it really, are you really doing it or do you rely on the drugs to get there? And I don't know. So I think, I mean, obviously develop it sober, but I've had insane experiences when I'm, when I've been high and meditating. That used to be one of my favorite things ever to do is just get ripped and meditate because you go to a different world, but Hey, but go back to your point. Yes. I literally think if I had to say, Hey, well, I've been sober. I was sober for like eight months when I was living in Copenhagen I could get by, this could be my release. Just the meditation at night, if I feel something, oh, I need to do something, go meditate quick. You could definitely get your highs and all that stuff through meditation. And there's literally hypnosis to get high. This one ultra hypnosis channel, we're gonna link all these channels in the bio. 
you can, um, there's ones for like an LSD trip, um, uh, opiates, uh, different ones. Obviously they're not like a whole real trip, but it's like, whoa, this feels weird. This is different. The opiate one is insane. Like I've done that one and my whole body is like, you know, everything's okay. And like, I feel like I'm, I don't do opiates. I've actually, well, one time I had a thing that I had to take them for, for pain, but it, it felt really like that warm feeling that all the, the opiate people talk about. Bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. You hear my car going off here. That's not good. But um, I was going to go back to, I mean, you had that crazy experience. But you said with the dragon. What's this? The dragon tail? The Kuladini is something that goes up your spine. And, like, I can feel it. And, like, sometimes it unlocks good realms and bad realms. Like, you're, oh, the third eye shit. I've had that happen before. That was trippy. Like, it feels like something's cracking. And, and like, an eye opens up here. And you can see, but your eyes are closed. That was trippy. See, now I kind of stay away from that stuff and just kind of focus on the subconscious. But at one point I was really playing around with, you know, the, the whole, you know, what trippy this reality is type deal. So keeping it in this realm of reality, have you had any break? I imagine you have any like breakthrough thoughts or any experiences with meditating that changed your life in the best way for the better that you just, you're not going to forget about. And that borderline keeps you coming back to meditation. Yeah, I've had some like, um, like epiphany, um, europhia type moments where I'm like, like, holy shit, life is good. Or like, I'll, like, I'll call my parents after I remember one time, like waking up at three o'clock in the morning and sending them like all this like big text. I was like, holy shit. Like, I feel like I felt like I, I was like in touch with everything. I don't know. I've had multiple kind of personal ones that are like, oh my God, but for the most part, it's more like subtle. It's not going to like one day you wake up and your whole world's changing, but over time you're looking back like, Oh my God, like, you know, this all built upon each other and I'm more calmer in all these situations. Um, the, I love the subconscious work on, you know, different things. Let's say confidence, let's say relationship building, like, and it, it just, it works. Like I've, it, you do you, it's one of those things where also you become aware of it and you just see it and like in the past you were just kind of walked by it but now you more appreciated it it's like oh my god like i, I was working on that now it's it, it compounds like the affirmations is that making sense yes yes and I, I feel like this links back to our last episode really well because uh you know jm came on uh past his pain uh futures anxiety presence everything i feel like this really links you in with uh you know the present tense makes you appreciate all the small things what's that what's that term called a uh, mindfulness where it, you know, you wake up, you're like, damn, like the birds are chirping. My bed feels soft. I'm healthy. Like you start taking, you know, account of everything that you're thankful for. You're being mindful. I've heard that this links in with meditation. Well, that's the whole thing. It's being present. That's what meditation is all about. And the present exact present moment is like, um, Europhia. Am I saying that right? Like ecstasy, like, cause you, there's no past, there's no future. Like you're just there you're just existing and that's totally blissful i've been in those states many many times where it's like you forget time there's not your brain is just done but you feel so good you know what i mean and then let's say you get out of the meditation that's when you feel really high you're just like your 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 shoulders like the weights off it the clarity's there and you're just like fuck like this is good like life is good but that's what it totally is it's the present meditation is getting to the present it's not easy but like meditations, you know, the monks, everyone does it. That's how you get to the present. Your happiest moments in your life are when you're fully in the present, whether it's 
you know, your, your, your kid's born or you win some big championship. I mean, and that's what meditation tries to do is get you just in the now. Nothing else matters. Just sit here and, you know, be with the universe type deal. Who, who, who started this? I feel like this is, I mean, you, you mentioned the monks. I feel like this has traces of Buddhism. But who the hell is like the first human to figure this shit out? Because I hear you can't control your brain fully. You can't fully control what's going on unless you're A, enlightened, or B, dead, or C, listening to bold perceptions. But this has to go back to like ancient Chinese civilization. Something about Buddhism, I don't know. I'm not well-versed in this. You might be. But how does, how does a human create meditating? Like there's got to be different, you know, um, reparations of it, right? Yeah, I have no clue. That's a good um, question to look back. But I mean, you look at all religions, they say like praying is a form of meditation or Christianity. I mean, you know, you have some people that are just so fully in, bought in in the present moment at like a church or, you know, at the Mecca and they're bowing down. So I think it all kind of, yeah, similarly goes together. But I mean, it's crazy. You, Gamma Mindset talked about this. It was in his book and I had read about it before, but there's monks that can get in meditation states and change their body temperature. Like they can get so present. They can start like literally changing the makeup of, you know, their, their being. So, I mean, it's a powerful thing. And yeah, I mean, it's kind of hip now. It's been hip like the last five years. You got the mindfulness app. I think it's needed more than ever because with our phone and technology, we are never in the present moment. We're always thinking about something else, you know, seeing a text and, and, and just to get away from that, escape it all and go within and to be one with the universe and present is, is what's really needed. And, um, Let's, let's get practical here. So ask you some questions of how the hell, you know, you could start doing this. Well, just start from the top. How the hell, if I'm a beginner, which I am, what do I do literally tonight or tomorrow when I wake up? I get the mindfulness meditation video up on whatever, YouTube, whatever I'm streaming it on. What do I do? Am I, am I, go, am I going in ass naked? Am I putting on my coat? What am I doing? Just walk me through it. Okay. First, set the freaking time that you're going to do it. At this time, I'm going to meditate, turn your phone, do not disturb, turn the, um, the buzzing off, pick a, a guided meditation from the links. I mean, I really like uh, Michael Seeley is a great one to start with. His videos are a little longer, but his voice is absolutely amazing. I believe he uses a lot of binaural beats in the background. Minds in unison, um, Joe T, hypnotic videos, ultra hypnosis. Paul Santisi, I first started, Jody Whitley. There's a shit ton. I think some are better than others, but find that, you know, do the Bluetooth, connect it to your phone. Make sure you have good headphones. I mean, I used to do the over-the-ear ones that were like zone canceling and everything, and you're literally in the moment. Then I got the, um, the AirPod Pro ones that are noise canceling, and I like those because you're laying down and you fall asleep and it's not all over the place and, and whatnot. So lay on your back. If you want to lay underneath one cover, that's fine. Um, elongate your spine. You know, lay, ex take everything, like spread out, put your hands by kind of like your hips, palms up, you know, your shoulders down, your neck's got to be, you know, decent. Sometimes it's better to do without a pillow, but I got the my pillow. That's a great freaking pillow and it makes your neck perfect. Um, shout out to my pillow guy. He's fucking crazy. I met him on a, this is crazy. I met him on a private jet to a twin spring game, spring training game in like 2012. That yeah, was crazy. And he, he'd been sober. He's on crack cocaine for a while. And 
and he, he was like the highest guy in the room, but he's been sober for eight years. That's a crazy story. What? Hold Anyways. on, hold on, hold on. How, do, how did that just get brought up during a meditation how-to? What the hell's going on? Because I use his pillow, my pillow from yeah. Minnesota. It's like nationwide famous. Oh, I have one. I literally have one. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, so you're, you're elongated. Everything is stretched out, you know, comfortably. And your palms by your hips, you know, facing up. And you obviously put the, the thing on with your headphones. And then these guided meditations, a lot of them take you through it. Like, hey, just start relaxing. Now I want you to breathe through your nose, out through your mouth. You know, on the third breath, I want you to hold it for five seconds and then release for five seconds. Like they'll take you through it. But what you got to do is you got to fight the temptation to move. You got to fight the temptation, start thinking about all other shit. And you got to stay still, stay still, just do your breathing. You know, get better and better at it. That's why I think starting with like ultra hypnosis, 20 minute videos or like the 10 minute ones, just to get that brain muscle moving might help out. about this i just want to say it again i mean it sounds like i'm actually i'm going to leave it up to you here because you're the guy um i mean everybody's gonna be bad in the beginning right i mean you're gonna get these weird thoughts you're gonna at times you're gonna be like fuck like i'm not doing this right i'm thinking about a squirrel running around shit i mean that's part of the drill i assume i mean it's gonna happen to me right talk me down here talk me down yeah i think i think it will and don't worry about if you fall asleep, you know, because a lot of the times it still works. You fall asleep because your subconscious is taking it all in. But just whatever you do, just stay in that pose. Set, set a, like, um, start with the 10-minute videos. You know what I mean? You can set a fucking alarm if you want so you don't fall asleep or whatever. That's going to wake you up bad. But uh, I would start slow and, and just focus on not moving and focus on the breathing and, and try not to fall asleep. But you fall asleep, don't worry about it. But just do it. Know what I mean? Put the headphones on, let them go to work. And it's like a muscle. It's a muscle. It takes a while. But as soon as you wake up the next morning, if you actually did it, you'll be like, okay, yeah, this is something powerful. And if you don't feel that right away, keep going, I'm sure. Um, like you said, I mean, it's a muscle. It's not just going to be Arnold Schwarzenegger brain right away. But yeah, this is uh, this is intriguing stuff. And so going back, here's another practical question. Morning times, uh, morning compared to night, uh, am I getting different benefits one way or the other? Is it different? How different is it? See, my big thing with the morning one is, I mean, some people fall back asleep. That's why I like to start writing right away, you know, the affirmations and get my mind up because you start laying down like that. If you just start, you're going to pass out more, more than likely. So, I mean, I like to do it at night so I can fall asleep and I don't know. If you're going to do it in the morning, I would do it like after you take a shower or you like work out. If you do the workout in the morning type deal and, and go into your day. So, but yeah, if you're, if you're that kind of person, like just try it either way. I just, I would suggest not to, if you're the type to fall back asleep, then don't do it in the morning. So my thing is I, I can't sleep. So a, on one hand, I could do it in the morning. B on the other hand, I should do it at night. Um, I've, I've toyed with the gamma mindset stuff from Chris you know, Chris Walden, that was a kind of a form of meditation, I feel. And I actually did feel very reset in the morning. So I feel like maybe it is a good way to start, you know, maintain that my, uh, the mindfulness, living in the present type of thing, maybe parlay that with affirmations, cold shower. I don't know. Uh, but I've, I, I've heard that you want it to be pretty dark. Like you, 
ideally want to be able to open your eyes and you can't see anything. I, that sounds kind of unattainable at some points. Have you experimented with that? You get the um, face mask thing. You just put the black face mask on and it's all black. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I've done afternoon meditation is just fine. You know, but you don't want to open your eyes. So that's why it's all black. So you open your eyes and it's the same shit, you know? Yep. So, you know, I don't know. I don't think it quite matters. Just don't, you don't want to move. That's the biggest thing. Because all of a sudden, like, your brain starts telling you, oh, move, and it, it gets awkward. But you just got to sit in that comfortable position. Make sure you're comfortable. You know, the palms up, elongated. That's why I like laying down. So I think it's way easier to keep that pose and be comfortable than, you know, the traditional sitting meditation pose. So here's another thing I want to throw in. When I can't sleep at night, I start playing the same golf course in my head in like super good detail called Heritage Links in Lakeville. I can never recall getting to like hole three ever. Like I'm going through, you know, shot one off a tee, second shot in the fairway, third shot, shit. Realistically, I'm in the sand dunes and I can never get to hole three, okay? So I don't know if that's kind of a form of meditation because I'm thinking about something, but I'm not letting anything else into my mind. I'm really trying not to. So I, I don't know. I, I just don't want people to think like you you can't think about anything. Like, you know what I mean? Is that- 100%, correct? it's visualization. There's a lot of guided meditation videos that, for an example, count down from 100 and see each number as like a block. And you go 100, 99, he's talking you down. So you just get in a total trance or you pass out and it 99% still works the same. So it's all subconscious type deal. You know what I mean? But there's a shit ton of visualization, like going into your secret garden. A really popular one is walking down um, flights of stairs, like 10 stairs. And each step you get more relaxed, more relaxed. And then, you know, it, it's really good because it's, it's like, yeah, it's focusing your mind and you're getting under a hypnotic suggestion. And uh, a lot of people are actually can can get underneath a hypnosis, hypnotic trance if they want to. You have to want to, like, okay, yes, let me get underneath this trance. And you're not going to go kill someone or do anything crazy, but it's amazing what works. Like, it's all of a sudden, like, your body, you don't feel your arm anymore. You don't feel anything because you're totally relaxed. You know, they're guiding you down through this. But, yeah, visual, visualization is a big um, component to um, hypnosis and meditation. Because so then you get, here's what happens. They get you to that point where your brain is shut off. And they're just like, hey, now nothing, you don't think, boom. And you're just like, boom. And then they're doing all the suggestions. They're putting you through these different things. And so, yeah, visualization like that, they put you in that. If you did that, and it, it would still work. You fell asleep, and it was, it was, they were talking to you and all that stuff. You kept the things in your ear. You would be in a trance and, you know, wake up like Superman. And I mean, if you have the pods in your ear, you can always set the alarm, right, turn it down. So it's not like you're going to stay asleep for three weeks if you got your freaking alarm ready right it's i mean it's it's technology in 2021 um but yeah this this sounds very appetizing and here's just a little more reason to do it and again i'm talking out of my ass i haven't done it yet but i'm convincing myself and you at the same time sleep is so imperative to you and your brain and your decision making that's that's worth it alone right to get better sleep um i heard the metaphor water is very hot at 210 but once it gets to that 211th degree, it starts boiling. You know, what if you get a little more degree, a little more hotter of a degree in your life from meditation, you start boiling, you just become a machine. Um, it sounds like it helped you that much. So why the hell not try? Uh, well, here's what I view it. Here's what I view it like. 
a third of your life you're sleeping. So why not like make the sleep work for you? Whether it's listening to the affirmations or the hypnotic suggestions, like, you know, increase your brain shakes. Your brain like never fully shuts off. You know what I mean? So why not have good stuff going through your ears? I mean, there's so many people that have talked about um, that they let these tapes play at night that said, you know, I am amazing. I am rich. I am this. I am that. You know what I mean? And it's, I mean, why not use that time? Like people are like, oh, I need a dirt or dead quiet to fall asleep. Like I got these things blaring like in my ears, you no, know, or not blaring, but it's loud and I can fall asleep whenever I want to. Like, and maybe that it takes time for that to happen, but it'll get you in this, this state where it's blissful and then you'll probably pass out and you have all that shit working for you when you're sleeping. And I mean, and so many people wake up in the morning feeling like shit. Imagine waking up in the morning with a clear head, ready to hit the ground running. I mean, what if you just did a, a confidence one or a release negative blockage one? You wake up in the morning, you're just like, oh my God, like, let's go. Like, that's the power of this meditation stuff. And every day, you know, no matter what the hell happens, you can go to your special little cocoon and forget about everything and be at peace. And I mean, there's people that are stressing weeks on end. Just think if you could get a little break from that instead of taking freaking, uh, you know, oxytocin or, or getting stoned off your brain, let's not, let's go get in a healthy cocoon and, 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 um, decompress that way. My next question is when are we coming out with a bold perceptions meditation course collab with my pillow? So how about, how about a guided meditation with me? Like, all right, Put your, put your arms down. Uh, come on. Stop being uh, a fucking live bold, live bold. Don't forget to live bold, but just shut your mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, ghostfit.com slash bold. Buy your t-shirt. <laughs> hey, now wake up. Oh, he's sober. My pillow guy's sober now. Okay, live bold. Don't forget to sub sub subscribe, like, and comment on this video. <laughs> subscribe in your sleep. Subscribe in your sleep. Leave a review right when you wake up. No, that's rich. That's rich. Yeah, you've been doing it long enough where you probably could write a little chorus you just throw out like seven that you like so i've done um some with my friends like a while back like just laying down like hey okay i'll put you through one for a little bit so i kind of have some experience with it yeah okay okay it might be a youtube channel uh i don't know a youtube channel niche for you no and here's the other great thing and sometimes this is a detriment but it's all free everything all this is out there for free and all it does is take your time and, you know, some people when it's free, they don't take value in it or whatever, but some of the most powerful ones, you know, I've used, they're all free. All this stuff is free online. That's a good point. Some people don't see any, literally any value associated when, uh, you know, there's not a monetary value. That's part of the, that's what Josh was telling me. I was just digging into his brain about GhostFit and he was like, God, you got to price that at a certain point. So they have, you know, monetary value in their brain. But like we've said before, like the internet is full of knowledge. That's all free. This is free. There's so many free things in life that uh, people might pass up on just because there's not a price tag attached. So I hope to God, hope to Allah, to Buddha in, in, uh, in honor of meditation that you guys consider this. Nick, final pitch. Do um, one minute a day, then two minutes, then three minutes. Or like my favorite thing with reading is read 10 pages a day. Just read 10. And more likely you'll probably want to read more or whatnot, but each day, just say, hey, dude, I'm going to do five minutes. If you want to start at the beginning, or you just lay down and do your own breath for five minutes, do that. I think the cheat code is the guided meditation because it helps you go through everything. But just say, hey, I'm going to do it 10 minutes a day. I'm going to do it 20 minutes a day. Just do that. Just start. And if it works for you, you know, hopefully you give like a, more than a week. And you'll be like, oh, okay, wow, I'm going to incorporate this in my everyday life. And I think it'll change your life. It's changed mine 150,000%.
by the time this audio is out, I will have been at, maybe if we get it out today, we'll see. But by the time this audio is out, it's in your ears. I will no longer be a meditation virgin. Keep that in mind. Unless you count me golfing, you know, at Heritage as a uh, pop in the cherry, but I'm ready to roll. You sold me. I kind of sold myself, sold myself to the meditation devil. I'm ready to roll. So uh, Nick, final thoughts before we take off in our respective time zones. Check the bio. I'll, I will put my favorites YouTube channel people links there. Pick one of them, ride with it. They're amazing people, a lot of great stuff. They don't have no ads during them because that would be totally crazy, right? It's just one at the beginning. So I mean, just amazing work. I mean, if you want to support them on Patreon, I think they give extra ones, but I mean, I can't thank these people enough. The Michael Seeley's, the Paul Santizis, the I mean, the hypnotic labs, these people literally are doing life-changing work for free, for free. Don't take drugs, meditate. Don't take drugs, hug, and live bold, remember. Thank you, everybody. And reach out, hey, reach out. Nick's a real person. I mean, he doesn't have an Instagram, but he's he's logged in on bold all day unless he's meditating. So reach out to him. He's the master of this. I am his intern at this moment, but I soon will be a master. And every master was once a disaster. So... Keep that in mind. Live bold, boys and girls.